If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. Another listener on to say, yesterday the street, this is making reference again to O'Connell Street in uh, Clanmel, yesterday the street was full of drug dealing, uh, blatantly standing in front of busy shops and no hiding. It's, it's time for action says one of our listeners where that is concerned. So we're getting more in on that as well. Now, there was a special report from the RTE show uh, this week, which went out last weekend. It was a report on issues facing rural villages and in particular the pressure facing small businesses. Now, the show focused on the South Tipperary village of Clahine, but reaction from the people of Clahine has been very divided, with many claiming that it was a very negative reflection of the area. Here's just a small clip from the programme. This is the village of Clahine in rural County Tipperary, nestled beneath the Knockmeal Down Mountains in an idyllic setting. It's Thursday morning and the village is quiet. So quiet, you can hear the signature calls of crows nesting in the derelict buildings of the town. But while it's quiet now, Clahin was once a busy, thriving village. And that's just a small clip from the programme. Well, our reporter Alison Highland joins us now uh, live from Clahin this morning. Ellie, good morning to you. Hi, friend. Good morning. Now, what, what's uh, the reaction been uh, to this piece, Ali? Well, I can tell you, friend, you can't hear any trolls here in Clahine this morning. And it, you know, it was a strange piece, and people are quite frustrated. And um, I think angered really is a, is a fair word for it, because they felt it was a very poor reflection of Clahine. And almost gave a sense that it was a barren and desolate town, which absolutely isn't the case. So I'm here at Browns Excel in Clahin, which is absolutely bustling this morning. Uh, it was even hard to get parking here this morning, Fred, I have mm. to say. So there's no fear of the village being really quiet. Right. And you've gathered some the... people there to chat to, Ali. I have. And just uh, to start with uh, local councillor Marie Murphy, who's here with me. Marie, just to gauge the reaction to the piece. First of all, did you know this piece was happening? No, I knew absolutely nothing about this piece. As the local councillor, I wasn't asked to take part in it, and uh, it was... I was driving to Thurlis on, on Sunday afternoon when I heard the piece on the radio and I was shocked, angered and disappointed at the portrayal of Fahim because there are many, many positives in Fahim through the businesses, the services, award-winning businesses, services, shops, community groups. We have some fantastic community groups in the area that do a hell of a lot of business uh, or a hell of a lot of promotion of Fahim as an area. You'll be speaking to Liam Fleming shortly on Shulela. Um, there, Shulela and the Rhododendron Walking Festival are involved in a haunted, a Petticoat Loose Haunted Hike at the end of the month. That's sold out. You can't get it. It's so positive on that side of the second year running it. The, you have the old convent, an award-winning business here in Cullum. Cullum won um, Best Neighbourhood Store a couple of weeks ago. Um, the hairdressers has won national awards. The, the hospital is a fantastic asset for us here in Cahin and Parsons Green. With Parsons Green during the summer, the population of Cahin increases and we even have some people that are in Parsons Green for the summer that come out and help tidy town, um, which is very active. Community centre is the 
a hub as well where there's an awful lot of stuff happening there and it's open for all. We've started um, Baltic stock classes there recently and teaching English um, to... But what aspects of the piece did you find were unfair or negative or untrue? To hear Frozen and Fahim, the only place you'll hear Frozen and Fahim is down by the community centre where there are lots of trees and up at Shannon Cemetery. I, you certainly won't hear Frozen on the street today. Um, also, like, there have been changes in small rural villages and towns over the last 30 years, that's a given. But to portray Fahim in such a negative way on the national airways was very hard for any of us to listen to and the anger amongst people who would never say anything, you know, that they wouldn't give out about things. That's what I was going to ask you. What's been the reaction? Yeah. Oh, it's, people are really, really angry at the way um, that peace was out on national airways last Sunday. And, it, like, to be talking about things... I'm, I'm, I'm of a similar vintage to both of the... Uh, contributors from the Fahim area that were on it last Sunday, but your asses and carts be talking about stuff like that. Like they're gone with 40, 50 yeah. years, you know. And um, so I, I don't know why they were talking about the past. You have to talk about the future, and there's there has been investment into the Fahim area. Um, the the V, the car park, it's through national funds, whether it's the outdoor recreational scheme, whether it's for there is. Um, funding coming from the council for various events. So there is plenty of things happening around Fahim. We live in a beautiful area. The scenery of the V is, to my mind, um, second to none. And um, we need to be promoting that in a positive way. And that was certainly not done by the peace on Sunday last and I suppose just to be devil's advocate, Fran, and to be fair about it as well, you know, maybe the contributors of which our own John Dee was one of them, maybe they weren't aware of how it was going to be edited and how it was ultimately going to sound. So in fairness to them, but just to go around again, I'm here as well with Colin Brown from Excel in Fahim. Colin, like you've been a business owner in Fahim for a long, long time. How long are you practicing? I'm here since 2014. And... Um... I have to say, like, since I opened, I got massive support the whole time from the community and the wider area as well. So it's really good. So I just think like that the art skill, like, didn't really give a good image of the whole town. And it definitely has a lot more to offer than what was on the art skill itself. So. Yeah. And as a business owner, the whole piece was kind of um, portrayed as this is the difficulty of facing small rural businesses. Do you think it kind of gave that message across, though? I don't know. Like obviously, all every business in the country now is up against this, this overhead and cost for this and that. And Fahim is no different. But I definitely think that, like when you look at the businesses that are in Fahim, like Dave Parsons Green is there for 30 years. Like they're growing the whole time as well. And there's loads of new businesses that are open. I definitely think Fahim seems the worst of its days, even like 10, 15 years ago. I know like you had the bank closed, you had the co-op and all this kind of stuff, but they were closed nationwide. And even like um, John G was saying there, like those kids, like needing to get lifts, matches, and the whole lot. If they live like four or five miles away, that's all fine. But if you went into Waterford City, it's the same everywhere. Five miles away, you still have to get a lift into town to get it to match or whatever. So I don't think Clahine is any different than that point. So. Yeah. 
And I mean, you've won awards here and everything. I mean, it's not like you're a struggling little village shop. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this is like, just tell us some of the awards. Well, like we've we've won the store of the year award um, with the Excel brand there two years in 2014 again 2017. This year we won a um, a neighborhood store here, and like there are things like that put us on the map, like and uh, so like that I get massive support from all the locals here. I always have from here originally, and that's why I think there's there's an awful lot of um, kind of anger obviously about yeah. the Arctic when, well, but in general, like I can't complain about anything really. And I'm sure you're speaking to a lot of people coming in the door here at the Excel. What's been their reaction to it? Look, they're not happy. It was. Um, I think the whole article, the way there was, there was nobody really contacted about this in general. Like obviously, um, th- there was a few people that uh, were brought up to it, but in general, there was an awful lot of business people and locals. Like, and they couldn't have missed you. Like you're, you're on the main street. Like there was loads of different groups there. Like even Liam would tell you there, like the the bank holiday June, June weekend, like there could be five, six hundred people booked in for walks there, stuff like that. And like all of a sudden, these people are listening to a national radio station and been told like that there's probably going down along the streets and yeah. talking about asking carts and all this kind of stuff like it. I don't really think who's, there? No, uh, really. who's here as well then is Liam Fleming from Shulela. Liam, I know you're very cross. Give us your thoughts on it. I am, yeah, no, I mean like speaking to everybody in the village, like everybody is cross. Like and easy to see why I mean to me it it looks like some kind of a setup because if anyone knew anything about the village that the is the thriving says like Parsons Green there, which is probably the top um, campsite in the country. I mean, they're there with 30 years. John Carey is there with 35 years. John Corbett's there with, I don't know, probably, I don't know how many, 100 years. Like, um, if you were going to, to speak to business people, like, you'd be going to people like that who've seen it all. Like, you know, um, you know, so it's like, to me, uh, very, very cross as, as how it seems to me that there was a uh, some kind of an agenda there to, to portray Clahina as this, this declining place, which again is untrue. You come across on the national airways, which has a listenership of nearly 200,000 people. So that's gone out to over 200,000 people. And it's going to Clahina is, um, is a community that, that's um, in declining, which is the, the exact opposite of what's happened. The, the population of the area is growing. There's an extra teacher going into the school over. Um, you know, this is uh, I'm very angry. Do you really think there was an agenda? Well, the, the, the people, the, some of the people that have contributed are well experienced enough, and they know that you know, they you want to be a blind person that to see what's going on in Clayeen, like and uh, the boat, and, you know, the the pop is an eyesore as a, as a building, but the, the business from the pop went 50 years up the road to John Corbett, most of the business. Frankie Wise has been using the back of it as the top BMW to stand in the country, um, so the business didn't go anywhere, you know. So, um, you know, so it, to me, it's just uh, I don't know how, how people could put such a negative portrayal of it. And in your with Shulala, and I know every most people are probably aware of Shulala, but just to remind some of our listeners, they weren't aware. Shulala is a very, very unique um, organisation. Just tell us exactly what you think. Yeah, of course, Shulala itself is a social enterprise, and um, what, what we do is basically we go into communities and um, set up walking programs and just develop a walking culture in the community. And I suppose here in Taina is where it all starts. And I suppose in one of the, you know, because this is the top walking destination in, in, in the country. Like, you know, we have three, we have three um, 
National Waymark Trail coming through here. The uh, East Monster Rail goes from here to Carrick and Shore, 75 kilometres one. The Tipperary Heritage Rail goes from here to the Rock Castle, a 60 kilometre trail. And the Avenue Way, which goes from here to Mallow, over 100 kilometres. These are all fabulous trails that you know, people are flocking to. You know, from all over the country and all over Europe. Oh, exactly. I mean, um, definitely. They're coming from all over the country, like the Colin mentioned there, the, the Rhodey Dendron walking system, but like where. You couldn't get tickets first. You couldn't. Like, there's, there's up to a thousand people um, coming in. They're coming from all over the country. Same as the Petticoat Lewis concert hike we have next week. Rolled out. And again, they're coming from all, o- all over the place. Because they know this is a, a walking destination. And it's not only they're not only coming from the walk, but it's for the, the welcome they get when they come to the hospitality they get when they come to Clahane. It's just it's top class. I mean, you, 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 if there, anyone has been down to the community centre, um, when they come back from the walk from the hospitality they receive, like it's, this is why they, they come back to this area. Like, and besides the, the stunning, you know, the, this Celtic Valley has been promoted. Like, B itself has been bringing tourism to, to the area over 100 years. The Celtic Valley, you know, the last 25 years, um, groups have been promoting it. Um, and that was before walking became as popular as it is Exactly, exactly. And now, you know, it's, 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 everybody is getting in on the walk and like, and, you know, so we're, we're here, right, to go on to the next step. On to the next level, and then we hear stuff like just below the national airways. Just to move on as well, Fran, who, who's also here as well as chairperson of the community centre here, so I mean, that's Matty Matter. Matty, um, just tell us what was your first reaction when you heard the piece? I was really, very, I was really actually caught and angry, and to them, I'm very caught and angry because if it's raised by him and the bad chase to come to, I mean, all the nation wide, I think he said there are 2,000 listeners on, uh, on Sunday morning, like me. How bad does that make us now at this stage? Like, I mean, the people that came on on, on that uh, documentary that morning had took on on an agenda on the team said they are right, and like they don't they're not even from Tahin to speak about the village where they did. They should have came to one of us. They lived here all our lives. Me, myself, Adam, his name, uh, Catherine. We were here all our lives. We know exactly what's where the village is going on. We're part of the community. We're volunteers for different things in the community. So they should be kept kept close. We were thriving down here. Community council. Are the best community council that you could ever have. I'm, I'm chairman of us. Like, I mean, how dare they win on their own privacy? And, and, and we're about saying, I'm so angry. I can't actually, fact, I can't talk to But, Matthew, do you think it's kind of more reflective of the national attitude towards rural Ireland? And maybe this is how they see us. Well, it came in, it came on, I suppose, as um, prices are, electricity now for risk business, yeah. I suppose. But then it turned out to be different in the bottom. I know. Together in, in, in the public book, she, was, she got caught beat them because she didn't actually know what to was for at, at that time. And them, them that, that spoke about it, they had a vendetta. And they were to say, and I said, if I met him, I said, I'd say them. Like, it's wrong what they said about the village. They know they, they actually know about the village. They, 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 they have no excuse to say that they didn't know about it. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Like, okay, and we'll as well then. Uh, we, a few of our contributors have mentioned Parsons Green and Kathy Noonan from Parsons Green is here as well. Uh, Kathy, Parsons Green has been running a long, long time. How long now? Yeah, we're 31 years in business now in Parsons Green, and I'm here 45 years in Clahine running uh, building business as well. So um, our visitors come from all over Ireland, from Donegal to Belfast, Dublin, Kerry, or you, you name it, and they are repeat customers. They come back year after year because they love the place and they know the place. So I'd say if they were listening to that, they'd think it was a different Clahine they were talking about. They wouldn't be able to believe it. 
But it's not alone that. The National Airways now have heard, and our business is a business that you want to grow and expand. And other people listening to that would say, well, what kind of a place is that? I wouldn't go there. It's very detrimental to the tourist, the tourist business, I find. And what they said was all like fake news, a lot of it, because they spoke about derelict houses. Now, if you go from the Tar Bridge in Clahine, there's a bridge over the River Tar, and walk up the street to the very top of the town, there's not one derelict house or unoccupied house. If you cross the road then and walk all the way back down again, the only place that's empty is the co-op. Every other house is occupied and there are no derelict buildings. The tidy townspeople are to be credited with looking after the town all summer, doing all the jobs, making the place lovely for our visitors. Up to the road, we have one of the best restaurants in Ireland. And people listening to that, they're going to say, what kind of a town is Clahine? Where you have to participate in it, because I would have thought you would have been a prime person to ask. You've been running a business here. You have the tourism aspect of it as well. You weren't... I wasn't that. And I don't know who gave those boys a mandate to go on National Airways and say what they said. They had no mandate from anyone in Clahim or in the environment. They're not involved in the business life of Clahim. They're not involved in the social community of Clahim. They don't have anything to do with Clahim. So how they could go on air and talk to the whole country and in such a negative way. To be fair, maybe they weren't aware of how it was going to, to sound at the end or how it was going to be. Yeah, but if they had a plan or if they had a new idea or something to go forward and the people could, we could get together and do something, something positive, it would have sounded much better than talking about donkeys and carts and the creamery and frozen chimneys. Would you be afraid that this could have repercussions for your business? I think it would have. Well, anyone listening to it would say, why would you go to Clahine? When, it, when there's nothing there, derelict buildings. Why would they come here? There's nothing positive about it. There's nothing about the, the communities and the associations that are here. We have a drama society that put on shows every year. You know, we have the tidy towns, as we said. We have the GAA. The, the kids are all, you know, look after. You know, it's a vibrant town and a great tourist destination, as Mr. O'Dwyer said. It's an ideal spot, idyllic between the Knockmill Downs and the Gassy Mountains yeah. and the rivers, the fishing, the walking, the cycling, everything. Can I ask you, it's been a tough time for, for businesses and also for tourism. So you've kind of been doubly hit, but do you, do you feel like you're on a recovery and that kind of, that hasn't been reflected? The past few years we've had the best year. It's a, it's a growing business mm -hmm. and it's been the best years we've ever had. We haven't gone backwards in any way. And I think the business is here, column stays here is going ahead. Corbett, you can't get parked in the street any day of the week because of the business. There are big tractors and machinery and farmers up and down the street morning, noon and night. They're coming in for their breakfast roll. They're getting, you know, they're using the, the hardware store. Um, there are trucks um, delivering stuff, delivery trucks every day of the week. So I don't know where, how they came up with that idea that this is a dying town. It's alive and well and vibrant. And like every town in the country is affected by the cost of living, by electricity. They're all talking about it. We all know that. Why was Clahine picked out from all the towns in the country 
why would RTE come down here and pick us out and, and do such a negative? Why did that happen? Marie, then to finish up with you, has anyone been in contact with RTE since the peace Yes, so there have people have been in contact with RTE. I've um, been on to RTE myself about it, but I don't expect that we'll get a right to reply on RTE. Um, I would hope we will, but I don't see that happening. But, but you can, since you've come in here this morning, you, the place has been non stop, yeah. absolutely bustling. Most of the businesses in town, a lot of them that are very well established and have been there, some that have been in, in uh, families for generations, they're still going strong. You know, the portrayal last Sunday was um, was extremely dis disappointing for anyone listening to it. Even on most Thursday mornings, there's a group of old, older women that meet for a coffee at the Market Stone and uh, they give out to me about the fact that they have to park up at the church to walk down yeah. for their coffee and stone. You know, there's lots of, lots of stuff happening in the area. We're, when you drive from Care through Claheen on up the V onto Lismore, one of the nicest drives in the, in the country, you come around the bridge at Salubi and you're looking up at the mountains, you couldn't ask for finer scenery. And that's what we're, all of us here this morning, we all see the positives. We all work hard in the area to ensure that it, the benefits are there for all to see. You know, anything that we're asked, as whether it's Tidy Towns, Community Centre, Shulela, Rotterdam Festival, Men's Shed, they're all involved in stuff as volunteers for the betterment of the area and just to listen to um, the street contributors on RTE this week, last Sunday, um, it, it was like you displayed a balloon, but uh, it, it was just so shocking. Okay, well, friends, there you have it. That's the mood in Flaheen following that, uh, the airing of that uh, episode on RTE over the weekend, which I think is still available online um, that people can listen to and, and maybe make their own minds up on it. But locally here, uh, the reaction to it has been very negative and very frustrated to it. Ali, thanks very much indeed uh, for that. And uh, good morning to you. That's our own Alison Highland, uh, live from Claheen this morning with a lot of anger and frustration there, as you might have heard, um, reacting to the This Week programme that went out last week on RTE. And a lot of people there feeling that it gave a, an unfair uh, version of what uh, village life is and what the village is doing indeed. A beautiful village, in fact, I know it very well, of uh, Clahean. Somebody saying we need to be honest with ourselves. Rural villages and towns have declined. There's a lack of transport, infrastructure, economic investment and support. Local communities are trying their best, but we have been failed by numerous governments. This is one of our, our listeners, but certainly there are places like like Clohean, who are fighting back and doing the very, very best uh, they can and uh, local people investing in the rural areas as well. Now, I brought up, well, one of our listeners indeed um, reminded me about that situation from Dundrum House right up to Dundrum Village with uh, the Ukrainian refugees, now some of them making their way uh, up that road 
and uh, without a footpath. Um, uh, Martin Brown was on to us to say, Fran, we've been in contact with the council now for near on 12 months requesting a footpath from the Convent Cross down to the bend at the Rectory Hotel to join the footpath uh, there. This was even before the Ukrainian people came because there are a good few children on that stretch of road at school going age. So um, that's in from Deputy Martin Brown. So uh, we're waiting something to happen there. But in the meantime, if there's any way that we could get hold of some um, high visibility stuff for the refugees who are there. If they are making their way to the village, it would be very, very useful because I think it's very dangerous indeed. News and information's on the way. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie 